Welcome back, everybody. We uh, have a special treat for you today. Dang right. Um, Punny. <laughs> Gosh dang So on the podcast today, we've got some pretty big, big, big names in the in the rodeo world. We got Mister Stetson Wright with us, and Kai Hamilton. They're uh, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, there, in the fellas. House. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Thanks. You guys are looking good in your size 26 jeans. <laughs> me and Kenan really? What are, size of waist are you Me guys? and Ken are sporting 40s over here. Uh, 30s. Oh, we're in the 30s. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, these guys are in town um, today. They they rode in the uh, Take the Oath Memorial bull riding event, Extreme Bulls event in Manti that was today. And... Uh, if uh, a six-second ride would have qualified, I think you would have had it, Stetson. <laughs> uh, I wish that was the rule sometimes. <laughs> what a treat, man. I'm glad you guys would do this. I was talking to Stetson, and you don't, you don't do a whole lot of these. Just, just You don't you don't go around offering your, yourself up a lot, you, you say, huh? Yeah, I mean, busy. I, I'd try to keep it pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> Kai, what about you, man? You say you've done one other podcast before? Yeah, I've done one other one before, I think, back in 2020. So he keeps it small, too. (laughs) Well, you guys are busy. You guys are always cruising, right? Yeah. Rodeo to rodeo to rodeo? We're going to have to do a podcast out on the road. You should, man. For sure you should. That would be awesome, honestly. It's not hard to do. You can do it anywhere. If you can plug in, you can go. And if you guys really want, you know, a lot of followers have – Training myself, come on your podcast. You know, we'll we'll hook you up with a lot of followers. You want us to be guests on your guys's podcast? Yeah, <laughs> we'll bring all 150 with us. Yeah, we will. <laughs> no, but it was a fun event today. You know, I thought you guys. I mean, it was it was neat. I, they, they they had some guys there actually take the oath. Did you see that? You were you were yeah. flipping burgers most of the time, but yeah, yeah. there's three three guys was that well out there, and they yeah. actually put their arm to the square and. And, and took the oath. And did you see? Were they like army guys or air force or what were they? No, these were just like three like high school like. Yeah, they were dressed like I am right now. Nothing. Gotcha. Yeah, been they there. Did, they walked out there and they had that that general from the army kind of swear them in and. Yeah, so they were out there with that look on their face like they have no idea what they're signing up yeah, for. They were, they, were, <laughs> they were kind of robotic a little bit there looking, but I was there, man. I've watched too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to be a part of that, right? No, I'm going to ride bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually that kind of seems a little backwards. I think riding bulls would be a little more scary. That's crazy. You ride bulls, saddle bronc. What else? Anything else? Uh, I'm a, I get bullied by my daughter. <laughs> That's worse than both of the riding bulls you and bronc. You got a daughter, and how old is she? She's two. Two. Kingsley. Yep. Kingsley. And Kai, no kids for you, huh? No, knock on wood. Knock on. <laughs> Not that you know of, anyway, right? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Kingsley's enough for the both of us. Oh, good, yeah. man. That's cool. And uh, you say she's two? Yep. So let's see. She's probably, what, is she up and walking around yet? Oh, yeah. And she's getting into everything. Talking, 
crap. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up on a few words there. Huh? <laughs> oh, she is. That's a, a fun age. She's That's funny. a fun age. You know, they're they're kind of at that age where they they're just learning stuff. Like le- everything's like exciting, kind of you know fun. I've been down this road four times now, and and this is oh, I'm gonna just tell you, it doesn't get much better. Well, that's like it gets worse from two from two up. You're everything's just, getting worse. Yeah. They they call it the terrible twos. You've heard that term. Yep. It's the it's, it's the, threes. the threes. Threes are the worst. Yeah, I was gonna say because I enjoy how she is now. Like she is wound up. She's not well. I don't like the fact that she's not scared of anything. Yeah. That scares me. It seems like I'm always trying to catch her from trying to kill herself. Almost right. Right. They too are. They're, they're just fearless. They don't care. But does she? Has she got into the question phase where she's asking a million questions? Not necessarily that. Like in my house, she can access the pantry. <laughs> she knows where the suckers are or all the sweets, and she'll sit in the in there and yell my name and get louder and louder and louder until I answer. She actually does it to Kai too, and <laughs> she just will scream, not. Not even like a freak out one, just... Just to be heard. Yeah, she's just trying to get somebody to pay attention <laughs> yep. to her. Yep. Oh, I don't know, God. I find the two-year-old stage is that it's fun. They're just kind of they're just kind of rambunctious. But three-year-olds, they start to figure out that they can whine oh. to get you to give them what they want. They get kind of an attitude at oh. three. But nope. she, she's got that, too. <laughs> oh, she's already got that figured out. <laughs> Kai's over there like... Mm. <laughs> so, so for people that don't know, Kai, you guys are traveling partners. You do a lot of, you know, get on the road and go together. And then when you're, I mean, you're from Australia. Yeah. Right. And maybe, maybe people that pick, we didn't, I didn't even mention that yet, but I'm sure people picked up, picked up on your accent. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, so you're, you're a little ways from home. So you, when you're not on the road, you, you're back in Beaver. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, like, especially during the summer, I'll be in Beaver. And, uh, but before that I've spent a lot of time in Texas since I've been over here and, uh, been living down there most of the time but yeah during the summer i'm up here because everything's pretty much up this what uh what brought you over here like how'd you guys meet and kind uh, of decide to connect well i guess my rookie year was in 2020 and uh i mean i knew who stetson was and i think he messaged me about a bull i'd been on when san antonio was on and i sent him a video on that and then I met him in person at San Antonio. Uh, I was heading to Tucson, and he was there at San Antonio, and we just kind of started chatting. And I'm like, "Oh, he's actually a nice guy. He <laughs> just talks to me. Doesn't he barely know me, and he's talking to me. He's a nice guy." Well, then I guess with COVID and everything that year, we didn't go anywhere for a while. And then towards the end of the year, there wasn't a whole lot on, so like everyone was pretty much at the same events, and. uh I went, I was, me and some other buddies stayed at his house because we were going, I can't remember where we were going, but. They came from Parowin, staying at my house, and we were going to Blackfoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then kind of just hit it off from there, and unfortunately, we've been friends since. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, it's funny, because you, you almost act like, like you're just one of the gang, man. Like, I mean, you guys just chemistry, you guys are just, I mean, tell you, just pals. Yeah. You know? So that's similar cool personalities. One. It seems like too, right? So that'd right. be cool. That's a good fit. Yeah, like I, uh, 
I traveled with some guys back home and stuff, and I mean, I don't know how he feels about it, but I think it's pretty easy traveling with him. <laughs> yeah. Is it? You find it to be pretty easy, Stetson? Yeah, well, it's a lot like traveling with Ryder. So I've never really traveled with anybody. Like, I've always traveled through high school to a two-hour drive roadie or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, like, you didn't really get on your buddy's nerves then. So I got in the truck with Ryder and rode with him, and it was just good because we're brothers. And then when I started rowing with Kai, it was, it was almost like it was the exact same thing. And we bonded and like everything, as far as I, I felt like both of our riding just started going up. Like when I started rowing with him, I wasn't very good at riding bulls away from my hand, and he was good at riding them into his hand, but he struggled on a, like certain ways to do it and. It seemed like we both critiqued our, each other, and then we just started dominating. And it's funny how that is. Like, like when you have somebody that you can actually, you have that support system that goes both ways. They can pick up on things that you're doing that you might not really probably notice as much. And so, yeah, it's, it's funny how that, that. I mean, it helps both of you, like you're saying. Yeah, now people hate when we show up to the rodeos because they know we're going to win. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, just turn around. Can I have my entry fee money yeah. back? Like, There's a guy that's been doing that, though. You were telling me about him. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my money back. I'll go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> no. But does Ryder think you're a sellout now? Like, you don't travel with Ryder? Or is, <laughs> how, how does he feel about all this? Well, he goes with Statler, Rusty, and Spencer, so he's – so when he rode it with me, because because I do two events, I can only travel with one guy to where okay. normally four people can go in a rig to where I can only go with So if one. you if you compete in two events, you can only travel with one guy. Yep. Why is that? It's a rule? I don't know. It doesn't make no sense because, like, that's still, if he only does one event like he does, that's bull riding, me bull riding, me bronc riding. That puts the truck at three people. Okay. I should be able to travel yeah. With a third guy. And that was one thing that was hard. I think, like, ride a rodeo with my dad, Rusty, and Spencer. So he always, like, the traveling wasn't too hard because you got to sleep. But when he got in with me, the sleep was mm. kind of, well. Right. Because you had to drive more. Yeah. You had to rotate in the seat more. But I was, I'm more of the night driver when I was going with Ryder. Me and him seemed to switch off and screw up each other's sleep schedule. <laughs> like, one, one of us will drive at night, the other one will drive... At night, it's just a mess. Yeah. Like, Ryder, he's, in my opinion, like um, a clone of my dad. When the sun goes down, he goes down. Like, it's bedtime. Oh, really? <laughs> and I think I'd be the same way, but Ryder made it so I, like, that wasn't possible. I had to learn this. So you're you're the that. night driver. I always do better driving at night. It's like when that sun comes up in the morning, that's when I struggle. Well, like I, get, I get drowsy. When that sun starts coming up, I'm like, mm pull over either Kai's driving or when I was going with the rider I'm like I ain't doing it oh boy well that's cool well you know I I, I just think it is it is it's been it's been a couple cool weeks last two weeks ago you had your event down there in Minersville and I don't know if there's very many listeners that, that went to that or heard of that but if they haven't, they need to they need to tune in for that next year it, it was fun you're gonna awesome. do it again aren't you yeah I'll do it again even though it's a lot of work. I'll, I'll probably keep doing it. Hopefully it grows bigger next year. Boy, it was something. I mean, the Cowboy Channel was down there this year. So was it bigger this year than it was the previous year? Because this is the second year, right? Would you say it's growing? Yeah. 
as far as good guys, <clears throat> more good guys showed up. The money was bigger. It was live streamed. I brought in more stands, sold them out, and there were still some people. That's cool. That yeah, wanted so, to get in or stood or whatever. Yeah, right so. right now, it's just limited on, on the capacity of the, the facility, really. I mean, I think I think you could sell more. It's just getting bigger. It'll just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. You know? And so you got to somehow just get the – is this at uh, the Milford Arena? Minersville. Minersville Arena, kind of their community yep. arena. Yep. Yeah. What's cool about it that I think is it's – like you, you see on the Cowboy Channel a lot of these big rodeos that are like just, I mean, big, powerful productions. This has like got a cool feel to it. Yeah. Like small town, you know, it's just it's just totally different than than anything else I've ever seen on the Cowboy Channel. Yeah, it's, it's a little different, especially because a lot of – non-sanctioned things don't get live streamed yeah so that was kind of that like, is true people were confused as to why it wasn't count towards the world standings yeah <laughs> well and you had uh like high school kids that yeah. was pretty cool yeah how does that work i brought in five high school kids i because it's i invite everybody that i want there so i went to the utah high school radio association's Standings looked at the top five, brought those five kids. That's awesome. And I think three out of the five made the short round. So, yeah, I was right. going to say in the short round, I saw quite a few. I watched it on TV, but I, I, saw, I saw a bunch of them on there. I thought that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's amazing, really. It's pretty funny because, like, when you're down there, I was there Saturday helping kind of get things set up, you know, with we, we were we kind of helped sponsor part of it as Hermanson's equipment and. And, uh, like, the whole family, man, <laughs> your whole family, your mom and your dad, everybody gets down there setting up booths, setting up tents. It's just kind of a – I mean, they, they do. They all chip in and help out. I mean, you got a lot of help. Yeah, I got – especially my mom. She pretty much – a lot of people <laughs> give me the credit, but she's the one that pretty much helped me put the whole deal on. She was the brains behind the whole deal. That's she, how moms she, work, isn't it? Yep. Moms, moms do all the work, and yeah. we somehow get the credit. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. She's a wonder woman, man. She was just running crazy. There's a lot of people there. I seen a couple, met, met a couple of your uncles and other guys that that I didn't know who they were, but everybody's just chipping in, just going to work, man. Folding shirts. They had a bunch of shirts they had for sale. Everybody's folding shirts. You know, I I folded more laundry that day than I have in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> these guys trying to set up that tent. Remember, remember oh, these guys man. that tent down there. Kai just stood back. Yeah, Kai stepped out of the way. He's like, I am not involved with in these idiots. And then they, they struggled with this tent, setting it up for probably thirty minutes, and they got it stood up, and it was inside out. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh my gosh, that sounds like something stupid I'd do. That's yeah. for sure. But we was talking, Kai, before we got really officially started here about a little bit about hunting and you'd want a rifle at a bull riding somewhere. What was you saying about that? Uh, yeah. So in Del Rio, I want a rifle, a Creedmoor 6.5. Ooh. And, uh, Good one. I'm not allowed to own guns in my name <laughs> over here. So I'll not because you're a felon or anything, just because uh, you're, you're an alien. He's a tourist. <laughs> tourist. He's a good-looking alien. You're not a bad-looking alien. I've seen... Illegal alien. Illegal. <laughs> Stop illegal. calling me just an alien. Yeah. I'm a legal I'm a one. Legal I'm legally allowed to be here. <laughs> but not legally allowed to own a rifle, huh? No, I guess... Well, I think in Texas, you have to have a Texas driver's license and be a permanent resident. 
I think of uh, anywhere in Texas, I'd just give you one. I think that's kind of what I yeah. thought too. But that's what I tell you. Utah is way better than Texas. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know how how familiar you are with with rifles. But a six five creep, where you got you got to get out. I mean, you got to step into like a two seventy. You ever heard of a two seventy? Uh-uh. Six that's, and a half ain't bad. Oh, though. that's kind of the woman's gun. No, it's kind of like putting the six from the, five's an everything gun. Yeah, that's an oh. everybody gun. That's a it's my a boy lever can, action. Like this thing yeah. is cowboy. That's cool. Oh, so it's even that's a, a lever cowboy. Action. Lever okay, action, okay, okay. That's kind of cool. I'm pretty sure it's a bolt action. It's not. Oh, I thought uh, you don't have the same gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're back to a cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was free. I don't even care. Yeah, I <laughs> hey, what did Bob Tolman say? Don't ruin the good story with the truth. Yeah, <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's a solid uh, one. No, but back in Australia, you don't. You don't. I mean, besides hogs, you hunt hogs, right? Yeah, yeah. We hunted a lot of hogs back home. Kangaroo. But, kangaroo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kangaroos. They weren't. I wouldn't really call that hunting. That's just like turn the spotlight on and go for your life. That's <laughs> really so. It's like but, shooting bunnies here. Yeah, pretty much like shooting bunnies. And oh, then my cousin, he works on a big ranch over there, and he had a couple of deer and stuff. But deer, like the population of deer over there, isn't very big at all. And then uh, the next state over, the Northern Territory, they you can shoot like water buffalo over there and. And, like, there's a lot of wild cattle over there, so you can shoot a lot of wild bulls and stuff. But but other than that, there's, I mean, there's some big mountain goats and stuff, but most of the time everyone just hunts hogs because hogs are everywhere too. Oh. Mm. I was talking, you, you need to get, whatever you need to get in line, you need to get your your hunter safety and stuff done so you can come. There's a little break you guys have between the NFR and. and How long does it take to get that? Is it like a week? To get your hunter safety? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you could do it in a day. You can do it online. You yeah. can do all the testing online, and then just do go to a, somewhere where they offer like the, the course to shoot, do the testing on the shooting, in like a morning, yeah, and be done with it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It'd be worth it, man. It'll go get you start putting in for some elk up here or something. Go hunting. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's like a fifteen year process, but eventually, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, fifteen he, year process for him to get a gun here. No, no, to, to get a to get an elk like a big bull. Big bull oh thing. my, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, he'd be the lucky one to draw it like the first year he put in. You know, yeah. everybody else fifteen years down the line, and you get it the first year. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. And not me. I, I'm. I, I had to wait, what, 13 years. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't believe in luck. <laughs> I hate luck. <laughs> 13 years, waited out. That's but, all I can But do. you growing up in Milford down there, I mean, you guys hunted a lot, right? Yeah. Did was, your family hunt much? Um, yeah. My grandpa, my uncle Michael, pretty much my mom's side of the family are big into hunting. Deer or elk? Anything. Anything nice. Yeah, they, like Rusty's gone to, went to Africa, I think it was last year. Just really, oh, he went on a safari, yeah. like a, where he could go shoot whatever. How, what time of year was that? Um, that's kind of when he went, it's like March, it, right? March, April. April. Oh, okay. went, what did he shoot? What did he hunt? He shot, I know he he had to have spent a lot of money because, <laughs> like, he was when he went there, he's like, I already paid for what I'm shooting, I'm not shooting anything else, and I think he went over. Five to ten thousand. That's, that's what happens. Gets, you get there. That's exactly that's what right. I was. Just and it might say. be more than that. They upsell you. What's a the lion. monkey on Lion King? What are oh, they baboon. Called? Baboon. Rusty killed one of them. They were scary creatures. They say they're crazy. Yeah, they said they'll rip rip your arms off and beat you with them. 
is what they were telling Rusty down there. I don't know if they were trying oh, to scare him. But gonna, that would work. We're gonna have to get Rusty on here, man, to talk about Baboon? talk about his Africa trip. Yeah, that's not. You bring up hunting, Rusty. That he's the hunter. He, I mean, he hunts more than the rest of you guys. I mean, he's, he's oh been yeah, to that. like when he's done rodeoing, I bet he becomes a guide or something. In really, like rider, he'll take over the cow business from my dad when my dad's done. Rusty will probably be something in the hunting world. I'll probably be playing Xbox. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but probably be a stock contractor. That's probably what I'll do. That's what you want to do, huh? What's your game of choice on Xbox? Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Call of Duty. I was said at the same time. You're an Xbox guy. I, 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 or used to be. Yeah. I run out of time for it, but I used to Yeah, that's how it is for us. We yeah. keep do you guys have time. a setup in the camper? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I bought like a little Wi-Fi box for my rodeo truck. Oh, nice! <laughs> so you could link on and play that way. We <laughs> used to, it used to be for us. It used to be Halo when we were young. Like, see, when I that's what I first started playing when I was younger, and I can't seem to find that. It's like they don't come on the new Xboxes. <laughs> yeah, they don't. It's like I think the last one I had to buy was a disc, but it was it was the big thing to do like four players. And I, I always remember, like, screen, what was it, screen watching? You're watching my screen when you're screen, playing. Uh, screen you peeking. Cheat, yeah, screen peeking, you know. <laughs> I don't know how uh, many arguments I got in with my brother about that. <laughs> uh, then it eventually, like, moved into, fine, you get your own machine, I'll get my own machine, and the, put the TVs back to back and try to play. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. I, I, I'm, I'm part of the 007. That's where I, that's where I ended Ooh, my Golden Gun. My career on the Nintendo 64. You guys remember that? <laughs> Is that the one where you have to pull it out and stick it back in? Yeah, pretty much. That was the one prior that prior to the Nintendo 64. But yeah, similar, similar. It's the same thing. There was Nintendo 64. And I still have, well, dang it. I guess I, I did yeah. have a Nintendo 64, but I don't anymore. Yeah, when we were younger, my dad was a baller on a budget. That's what we got. From it was a, I think it was his. We'd be blown <laughs> out trying to play, getting it to work. Uh, I never understood the logic behind it, but it works. Like, you got to get, get, get that there. dust out of there. Get the dust, get a little spit there to lube it up a little. Push bit. Push it in, pop it out. Push it in, pop it out. Push it in, pop it out. Oh my nope, god, it's working. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't touch it. Nobody touch it. We're going. Oh my god. Did you ever play one of them? No, I, I had one of the. The square ones. I can't remember what. Like a cube? Yeah. Or like Is that what it was? A Nintendo cube or something like that? Well, it wasn't a cube, but it was just square one with a flip-up screen. Mm. Oh, like a PSP and stuff like that? Game Boy. It was Game Boy. That's Game what Boy, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had, but yeah, I, I remember the Game Boys. I didn't really care too much. Followers listening are probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bunch of nerds Dude, in t- here. I tell you, man. Oh. That's how it is, man. The most random things get brought up, and that's, yeah. that's just fine. We just we just roll with it. I mean, Call of Duty, what what are we on now, Call of Duty? Like Call of Duty 4 or 5, 6? I'm, they stop with numbers. It's Cold War. Or, yeah. Oh, they start to call they, it now they, everything. Yeah, they're, they're calling it different. Oh, geez. I think the last one I had was like the 4 or 5 or something. I can't remember. But, yeah, I just ran out of time for it. But I sure did. I loved it. We, we used to, well, let's see, when our kids, so me and Ken and pretty much our kids are just right in line, right? And uh, there'd be times when the babies would be up in the middle of the night and uh, we'd get on, remember we'd get on, you'd get on yep. yours, I'd get on mine and we'd both supposedly have the babies, but we'd just put them <laughs> down, you know, because it's our only time to play, so you just put the baby <laughs> down and 
have one of the headphones off so you can hear. Exactly. You kind of kind of crack a headphone and play. You remember that? I was never good at that stuff though. I I oh I'm awful. I think. Three to four kills is my average kills in a whole game while he's hitting 30, yeah, 40. I'm just there to be the get, one that gets you get shot. Like these 13 year old kids in your ear, you know, dropping F bombs and like, <laughs> like, like cussing you. And the problem is, is you can't really get back at them because they're just so good. You're like, well, he's a third year, third grader that's No, that's, how you, that's how you get at them. You talk some yeah. mad. That, that's my favorite part about it. But then after a while, they get sick of it. Then you can't join a game because they keep kicking they you. They keep kicking you. <laughs> I never oh knew you God. guys would have been gamers like that's that. That's awesome. No, that's, that's awesome. That's kind of so. So I, I guess that's kind of. I mean, your gender. I mean, how old are you guys? Then how old are you? I'm 22. You're 22. Yeah, 22. Both 22. Okay. So your rookie. You're saying his rookie year was in 2020. Is that when your rookie year? Yeah. Was? So you're you're. And mine right? was 19. Oh, okay. Do you have to be a certain age? 18. 18. To like I bought person. my permit when I was 18. Rodeoed on that for a full year. Well, not a full year. Over like the fourth of July, and then I turned nineteen that July of eighteen, and then that's dad, when went. My dad let me buy my card in Denver in January was my first one. Were you itching to go? And your dad's like, "Just calm down." Yeah. So I was telling you earlier that I tore my ACL in football, right. and the day before the state championship football game, I was like, "Let me buy my card." <laughs> like I'd already filled my permit. I'm like, "Let me buy my card. I can." I'm going to make the finals. He was like, mm, no, just we'll buy it Monday. <laughs> and like, in my mind, I was just like, that's dumb. The Today's Friday. Tomorrow, like, all right, whatever. We'll wait. And then I ended up tearing my ACL in the football state championship <laughs> football game. Oh, geez. And so that's good. Right. <laughs> Basically you tear your ACL, but then that makes you hold off to go again to the next year. Is that kind of what it was? Yeah. He, I don't know. I I was telling Kai the other day, like, I'm pretty sure this man can see into the future. <laughs> That's cool. And he just knew that I would have screwed my chances up by trying to make, like, be healthy for the yeah. 2018. And so all of 2018, I wrote on my permit after my knee healed up after surgery, which I had to sit out. I had to make a decision whether to be a state champion wrestler or to get healthy and be a world champion in 2019. And I know it sounds like it was an easy decision, but I'd been second my sophomore and junior year in wrestling. Yeah. So, like, I wanted that state title. Oh, yeah. but And you're a competitor. You don't like that second place, do you? No. So, I had surgery, <laughs> and, like, there was one tournament right before region wrestling. And, like, my – so, when you have – I don't know if you guys have had knee surgery. Nope. I never You had. can walk out of surgery. Oh, really? That's they great. put a brace on you, you can walk out. So, like, by, um, what is it, February when state wrestling is? Yep. Like, I felt completely fine. And I begged my parents to let me just go to one wrestling match and just wrestle region and state. And they wouldn't let me, but I just kept bugging them. And they were like, finally, do it, do what you want. And then I chickened out. I, <laughs> it, it, like, made me think of what he yeah. had me do about my card. And so I waited and... It's I mean, probably for the better, though. I mean, yeah, looking back now, for sure, you the say? Bi- like where I'm at in life right now, I dang for sure wouldn't have been there if I hadn't listened right. to my dad. But the state <clears throat> title will probably always haunt me. But nobody remember remembers a state champion; they remember world champions, in my opinion. That's right. So Amen. I, where I'm at in life right now, I wouldn't change it for the world. What What's it like, man? Like you are, 
I kind of I think about I think about this the other day when we was talking about doing this podcast. Like, what is it like? Like you, Stetson, are like a rock star in the rodeo world. I mean, it's I mean, talking to you, like if you if you'd run into you on the street or in the burger joint, like we was just at, you'd never know it because you're just kind of guy you are. But there's a lot of people pulling at you for for different things, things like this and and whatever. What is it like, man? Is it just a whirlwind? Well. A lot of people ask me if I get annoyed of it, but I mean, I grew up dreaming, not just to be in a world champion, but having a fan base and people wanting, like I always look at it as if, if you guys didn't want me to sit down and do a podcast, that means you guys probably wouldn't like me. And I, I never wanted to be looked at like that. I always wanted to be like a good role model for your kids, my kids, and whatever, leave a legacy behind that is worth something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 one thing that's pretty cool in the cowboy world, right? The the bull riding, the bareback riding is uh you can let your kids look up to you guys, you know. That's hard in other sports. Like other sports is oh, just yeah. so much garbage, but you know, you guys put on, you know, a, a good show, you're good people, you're taking pictures, you're signing, you're you know, just being good role models. And I mean that's that's hard to find. Anywhere else. Well, I was talking to, to Spencer the other night, too, and I, was, I said to him, I said, especially, with, I've, I've gotten to know the rights, fairly well, a few of you, through, through the tractor business, whatever, and I was telling Spencer, I said, you guys are just easy to root for because of the kind of people you are. I mean, you're just down-to-earth, humble, polite, kind people, and, man, it makes it easy to, to, want to, to, to cheer you on. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I don't know if you guys have ever came home from a bad day of work and you don't want people to talk to you. Like, it's just them certain days. Like, I've had rodeos where I've bucked off a horse and a bull, and then I'll, like, walk out and kind of, like, here in Manti, like, the fans can come around to where you're getting ready. And it always seems like at those rodeos, not all of them, but some of them, like, you don't do good. And it wasn't just that rodeo. It was the rodeos before that you hadn't been doing good. And that's one thing that's hard. I know it's not just me. It's all the Cowboys. Like, we were taught, well, not, we don't do it because we are told, like, that's just our, I guess, conscience. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I've been bucked off before both and then walked behind the chutes and people want pictures and, like, not too long ago, like, my groin was all screwed up. My hip was out of socket. Like, Everything wasn't feeling good, and I just got bucked off, and I, like, hadn't even caught my breath, and I had these people, like, swarm on top of me, and I don't know if I looked fake, but I was trying to put on a, a normal <laughs> smile. I was trying to be good. I I took pictures and signed autographs, I don't know, hour, hour and 30 minutes. You remember yeah. when I got on the yellow bull? I, I don't want to name drop the Sure, city, <laughs> sure. But the way I looked, because... A guy that I looked up to when I was wrote uh, when I was young. We went to a PBR in Vegas, and after every PBR, they normally have the guys walk around at the end, edge of the arena and sign autographs. Well, he got bucked off and he left, pissed me off, mm-hmm. and I I did from that day forward. I tried not to do that. I mean, sometimes we have to leave, hit the road to another rodeo, but that's one thing that I I just think like. It's not that little kid's fault or little whatever. Right. Like, you're their idol. You need to stick around. Right. They've been waiting all year for you to show up there. But you're right. That still ain't easy. 
like a bad day, you're hurting, like and a little kid wants to come up and get a picture, and you're just like, I don't even know if I can get to my knee to take a picture with you. You know, yeah, well, like, that's how it was there. I was, <laughs> I was hurting, and then I had some lady. She's like, "You need to run up here and talk to the committee." I'm like, oh, "I ain't running I nowhere." Like, that, that's something that old that most people uh, don't understand. Probably they don't no. they don't see that. They don't they don't. I mean, you saying it now, it makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, you know, I have bad days at work. I don't want to come home and. And deal with everything I got too. I mean, I can't imagine having hundreds of people wanting to, a piece of you after. Well, you know, not just a piece, but a big old smile too. Yeah, you right, know, like, right. not, not just a piece, but hey, get that smile on and and make it happen. And you're like, oh, that's that's very commendable, though, man. That's that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. That yeah, that way. and you are like I see every time I've seen you that way. Like you've been you're you're a sincere guy. So I wait, I wait. try to be. Sometimes I'm over there. Dying inside. Listen, but. folks, <laughs> folks, listen. If, if you see these guys and they just got bucked off and they're probably not feeling good. Maybe just give them a just six Just give them a break. Give <laughs> them six feet. <laughs> then swarm them. <laughs> <laughs> then get on top of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the worst is at the NFR. How we, is that? Well, w- when we go sign autographs during the day. Oh. So, night before, if you do good, it's good. Whatever, sign autographs is fun. If you buck off, you have every single person in that world telling you why you bucked off, what you need to do better. You need to clear your mind. You need to. I'm like, listen, oh. dude, I didn't get here. Like, <laughs> off, I, of, I, off of your advice. You're um, some fat you're, guy like me in the corner yeah. telling you. And I know Kai's <laughs> got this too. They, You got everybody trying to tell you what you need to do better. I'm oh, like, oh my goodness. Between the people there and then the people messaging you. Oh, yeah, that too. Really? Like uh, Facebook message, uh, Instagram, yeah, yeah. that Text kind of message. thing. You get that constantly. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the worst part is. I picked you on my I picked you on my pro radio fantasy team. You need to start doing better. Oh yeah, that was the worst. They're like, I bet two hundred dollars on you on pro radio fantasy. I'm like, listen, I got twenty six thousand or me fifty thousand on the line every night. Do you think I care about your two hundred dollars? I promise you, I'm trying to get my fifty grand too. Like that gold buckle. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Not your fantasy team. Oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about that. People get after you over the fantasy rodeo team. Oh yeah, and last year after round seven, when I got on them three rerides and won the round. Yeah. When there was only two guys to stay on, I had this stupid bastard. I'm sorry for the language. <laughs> post on Facebook how I was a cheating, like all this really? stuff, like negative I re- stuff. I, I remember. I that. liked it and I reposted it, and then they butchered this guy and he ended up deleting it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Little baby. I remember that. I remember that. He called you a cheater and everything. Oh, oh he's a fan of a really good bull rider, you and were- I'm a threat in his eyes. Yeah. Dang right. And he's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Not the bull rider, the guy that posted it. Yeah, Uh, amen. What a punk. I can't believe that. So and the and the NFR is probably crazy anyways. It seems like you guys don't have any time to even rest. It's like between signing, writing, everything else. Like, when do you even rest? Yeah, you go to Cowboy Christmas, you're there for probably several I mean the the booths, whatever signing. I mean you're just yeah, you're doing something every single day, which it's like beneficial because it keeps your mind off of you're not riding the high like you're not thinking about what you just did last night or if you bucked off, you're not thinking about it. In my opinion, signing autographs, doing all that 
keeps your mind clear. It's kind of crazy because you're yeah. dealing with so much, but it's almost a good distraction. Yeah, like, like you don't hardly sleep. You don't sleep very good when you're there. And then when you get home, that's why everybody, when they get back from Vegas, gets sick because nobody slept. Everybody's mm. just stressed the whole time, and it's kind of crazy. Well, when you're riding, I mean, how many animals across how many days right in a row? Like, that's not normal. By the time you're done, I'm sure you're just busted up. Beat. I would think. I, I do want to talk to you about that, 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 what was it, round seven? That was incredible, man. To get on three bulls that night. I mean, you've, you've talked about this, I'm sure. Hundreds of times by now, but boy, that was something that's going to go down the history books, man. That's going to be looked at. I mean, for years to come as like one of the most coolest moments of all time. Yeah. That was a crazy night of rodeo for sure. <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> to say the least. Right. Cause, Cause the first boy you come out, you didn't nod. I didn't nod. The second one stumbled, fell down and everybody says, no, that second bull just flat out bucked him off. And then, Whatever no, I won, I didn't see. I that. won on the last one, but that bull that they said actually bucked me off. I drew him in Fort Worth at the Extreme Bulls in the short round this year, and I won on him. <laughs> I was gonna say you won on him. Yeah. And when I posted the video, I really wanted to say something arrogant. That that <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like when someone bashes you, like sure. your first initial thought is to say something back. But then I got thinking, I'm like. You won forty six thousand on that ride. Like, who cares what they think? <laughs> well, do, you, do, do you get into the comments? So, like, when people post on there, do you read much? But I mean, oh, I read them all. I, me personally, I love it. It gets in a lot of people's heads. But I like that. Well, I like that I have more fans than I do haters. Yeah. But the haters are so awesome. Because <laughs> if uh, nobody hates on a loser, right? Yeah. So when they're I guess you're doing something right. Talking crap, yeah. I'm, I'm winning. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I hear a lot of guys. They'll say, I mean, you know, they 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 suggest not reading the comments because it might get in your head. But you use it just as the opposite. Use it as motivation to. Yeah, I love it. it. I, I think it's. What about you, Kai? You get in the comments much? I get to wanting to reply. <laughs> Why don't oh, you? <laughs> oh, I want to reply so bad. <laughs> it takes all you got not to uh, not to reply. You just back. not reply just because. I mean, wh- why why not? Why not just throw? You don't want to show them that it's getting to you, and then oh, when, yeah. and then once you get going down the road, yeah. and you're still winning, then they're. I mean, a lot of them, like there was one, lady, on Facebook during Houston. All of Houston kept saying, she, they're getting the right points, or they're getting the extra. Blue shirt bonus, whatever, oh, yeah. all this stuff. Oh, come on. Well, Ryder kept replying, and that's crazy. I don't know if you guys know Ryder. He <laughs> doesn't say guy. anything, and he just kept, <laughs> like, people that were reading him probably didn't know what, like, he was insulting her, but he just kept <laughs> giving it back to her, pissing her off. That's kind of out of character for him, huh? Oh, and it was so funny. So, Milford, I mean, you, you grew up in Milford, right? Yep. What is there to do out there, man? That's like... Like the edge of the earth out there for pigs. You got pigs out there. I stand with. I worked <laughs> so that I I feel like everything revolved around tearing my ACL. But when I tore my ACL, I had to get a job. I didn't have to, but I wanted money. Yeah. <laughs> so I worked at the pig farms, and that was my last job that I had. And I swore I would never. You worked go back. at the pig farms. Huh? Oh, and it was so like you're crouched down all day. Going inside trailers, your back hurts. 
and pigs stink. Yeah. Oh, like the worst. And that's ah. the last job I've had. <laughs> I decided to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Started to get real good at riding I'm instead of being pig farming. Huh? Yeah, you work for a couple minutes. You appreciate that the money you get when you stay on for eight seconds. Yep. Sure you do. What about you, Kai? What'd you do? What'd you do prior to the bull riding career? Uh, I left school when I was well. I didn't leave school. I finished school when I was fifteen. They grad. They can graduate pretty early over there. He always says. You always say I quit school when I was fifteen, and I'm like, yeah. when you say that over here, it sounds like you dropped out. I'm like, don't tell people you quit. You quit. Like well, you finished. So like <laughs> over here, you graduate when you're like what seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, you can graduate so that's, early. That's for most kids. That's what they do over there. They go to grade eleven and twelve, and they finish school completely. But once you turn fifteen over there, you either got to be earning or learning. Like once you're fifteen, if you want to leave school and you can get a job you can do that and so I wanted to come over here as soon as I could at least by the time I was 18 and I so I finished school to an extent when I was 15 and I got a job and I was <laughs> I was at working for a murder trimmer and upholsters and murder trimmer? Mo- mo- motor trimmer you said yeah right? so like, like upho- trimming out upholstery you know yeah like like, upholstery oh. stuff and then the murder trimming side of stuff was like interior on cars and that kind of stuff oh okay, okay. i mean i got pretty good at sitting behind a sewing machine <laughs> i mean i wasn't hey like, you didn't explain that far to me i'd need some stuff in <laughs> yeah, my house. bring some jeans around <laughs> but uh i remember the first day i started there the lady, the my boss's wife, she worked in the office. She said to me, well, this is exciting. This is your first day of working for the rest of your life. And I automatically thought, huh, joke's on you. I'm going to be out of here <laughs> <I'm> soon. <laughs> and I am so, out. I mean, I did that for two and a half years until I turned 18. And then I quit and come over here. But it's so funny. I I might have a bad weekend or bad day at the bull riding and, Mom will say to me, well, you better get it together or you'll be back on that sewing machine. And that's <laughs> that's, that's more motivation <laughs> right there. <laughs> so do they, do they, like, is there a rodeo pretty big in Australia? Uh, like, not, not like over here. Like, back over there, you could go to about one, maybe two a weekend. Okay. And then you might have two weeks off and then go to another one and... The money, the money's not quite as big in the PBR over there. PBR Australia, it's starting to get bigger, but as far as rodeo and stuff like that, it's it's not near as big as over here. Like over here, you have like your junior associations, and then you have your pros. Like over there, it's all mixed in together. Like I, I was going to the Australian pro rodeos when I was fourteen because that's where we had steer ridings and stuff. So oh wow. And so you always you always had it in your mind though that you were going to come over here someday. Yeah. Like that's that's the goal, that's the dream to get over here to rodeo. If yeah. we started this podcast with this, it would have took the whole time to listen to the story. I think he should probably do a documentary on himself about the whole story how he came up. I think so cuz it's, it's it's interesting. It seems interesting cuz it seems like it's would be a lot tougher over to get yourself together over there and then come over here and then compete in, at the level that you're competing at. Yeah. So, like, it it was tough at the start because, like, at home I hung around a lot of guys that were older than me and a lot of good bull riders. I, I don't know if you guys have heard of Troy Dunn. He was the only Australian to win a world title in the PBR. And uh, so I spent a lot of time with him 
and a lot of time with older guys. And when I come over here, I got a scholarship to go to college. And I mean, I'm glad I did it because it, yeah, I had a place to stay. I was on a scholarship. I didn't have to pay for food, that kind of thing. And I mean, it was a lot easier getting started, but I'd been working for two and a half years with adults and hanging around adults. I go back to college and I'm with kids that are fresh out of high school. I'm like, I'm going mental over here. (laughs) And uh, I mean, there was a couple of times I was like, I'm over this. I want to go home. Like, like being around high school kids and stuff like that, like nothing against them. Right. But it was just different. Like you'd been around hanging around adults for two and a half years. And, but I mean, I knew what I come over here to do and why I wanted to be here. So I stuck it out. And what and college? I went to Odessa, Texas for one year. I actually, I was recruited by the coach that was there the year before. To Alpine? And yeah, he's the coach in Alpine, Texas now at Sol Ross. Well, a week before I come over here, that coach quit it, being the coach at Odessa and went to Alpine. Well, it was too late for me to transfer because I was an international student and that and I'm like, oh, this is a great start. And anyway, I did a year at Odessa and I didn't like it a whole lot. And then so I transferred down to Alpine and and went and uh, competed there for that coach that had originally recruited me for Odessa. And and, uh, it it was way better down there. I mean, it's two hours south of Odessa and it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's it's kind of nice being away from everything too. We like middle of nowhere stuff. Yeah. It's better that way. This is getting too It's better here. in Utah than Texas. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. Amen. Amen. And it's getting busy here in Ephraim. It is. It's ridiculous. It is. We need to get in the middle of nowhere Milford. Good night. Beaver. 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 He's beaver. in Beaver now. Oh, we're in Beaver now. That's right. Most most of them guys, most of your family has migrated over to Beaver, right? Yeah. All my mom and dad's kids are in Beaver. Are they? Little, little bit, little bit more, uh, you know, loca- location to stores and stuff. It's probably a little bit easier to get to Walmart, I guess. Or well, is there not a Walmart in Beaver? Just that, like Milford, it's all dirt. So and it always is windy. Yeah. And and if you live on up, the wrong side like, of the pig farm, then you get to smell it when the wind <laughs> kicks up. Yeah. The wrong. So Beaver, it's crazy. It's only thirty miles away. It's all green and. Yeah. Right. It might be windy, but wind doesn't bug you when dust ain't in your eyes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that will piss a grown. I just remember my dad being mad. He'd come in, his eyes were bloodshot red from all the dust. Uh, he's way happier over in Beaver because he doesn't have to deal with that. Yeah. Got a and nice place up there where he's at, though. Oh, like, it's like, so perfect. It's pretty. It's a neat place. We drove up there, didn't we? Uh yeah, last year I think after we that event, camping. We, we, yeah, we was camping in Beaver. Oh yeah, we was down there for baseball. Just test, yeah, testing the trailers or something. Uh, yeah, but I, that oh, was a nice little canyon up in there. And you're right there by the freeway, so if you need to get get on the road, I mean oh. you're. Yeah, it's just easier <clears throat> for us going up and down the road, like. Be right on the. Freeway. I mean, I still love Milford. That's where I grew up. Right. All my friends and family are there, but. That's all I cared about was the friends and family. I didn't, right. I didn't really care for. The dirt. Yeah. The we location. got dirt. We got piles of dirt. And what's that over there? Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you had the, is, isn't there like a hot spring out there in Milford? You got a hot spring that's pretty much like a sulfur spring. I'm not sure. Um, So kind of like Kai. Well, I guess he didn't tell you this part. We didn't do anything growing up. Like we played sports. 
at home, did chores. Yeah. School, it was just constant. You could say I did vacation because I went to the NFR. I went to rodeo with my dad, but like California, Hawaii, like Disneyland, all that stuff that most kids do for, um, what is it, vacations? Fun, like, vacation. yeah. we, we didn't really do that. This guy's I on mean, our level. We, we, do, we just had a podcast with our wives, and we said the exact same thing. Like, the vacations, like, they go to California, they go to the Newport Beach, they go to all these different places, and, and, and then we go down to St. George for, like, three-day weekends, and, and they're like, well, that's not a vacation. I'm like, well, what in the world do you call it? Because it was three days and I took a day off work. Like, that's a vacation to me, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, come on now. They loved a vacation, but where we come from, it's like, once a year, you go on like a maybe a five day thing, and even if that, most time it was to go hunting. You know, that's what, you well, that's what our vacations were. We're yeah. like spike hunt. Hunt. Yep, yep. spike hunt, the deer camp, something. Yeah, that's. I don't know. My my dad was never home because he was trying to provide for all of us. So like, we didn't really care. Yeah, like everybody in Milford and Beaver always go down to Mesquite. They have forever on like Easter. Or some kind of spring break, whatever it is. But we never went. Like, I, I don't know why my mom and dad never wanted to go. Well, my little sister's got a lot of pool. <laughs> so, Lily, right? Oh, yeah. Lily can get whatever she wants. So on Easter week, uh, little sister, my dad, well, She should, man. She's little the only girl in there. Yeah, they get all the pool. <laughs> I, I got hurt this year right around Easter, so I took some time off right on Easter. And me, my mom, my dad... And my little sister ended up in Mesquite. <laughs> and I was like, what? talking to my dad, I'm like, how did she convince you to come? Like, you wouldn't even take us to the gas station to get a drink. Like, <laughs> just kidding. I, I sound like, I sound like I had a hard life. My life was amazing. Yeah. We just didn't go to Mesquite. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, Lily did dang good at that. I mean, she was the flag girl at your, your bull riding, man. That looked flashy on that horse. Yeah. Was how that, old is she? She's 13. Oh, cool. <clears throat> Yep. Cool, and she did the flag? It, she carried the flag. She actually made it She made it better than it, I had envisioned. I just wanted to ride on a horse. like. And then she went and pulled out my dad's old bronc ride. And she, well, they're not They're not old. I had them made for him because he was going to come back and start riding, and he, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come back and ride. So I had these brand-new pair of shaps, and Looked they, good. they like, were flashy. And, and that horse, that cool. it was, ride, was it rider's? Yeah, Roan horse that she was on there. Yeah, Zeus, Blue Roan. Yep, yep. That's uh, it's good. It looked good. It was it was cool. Next year though, we'll have a horse in there named Digger. He's he's in a Grula. Yeah, Ooh, Grula. That's a this thing is gorgeous. It's a highbrow cat. Is it going to be for like your pickup horse, or is it going to be what? What are you doing with it? Rider, been using it to breed. It's, it's a rider. Oh, it's riders. So yep. a stallion. Yeah. It's, um, Stallion's what you used to breed. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> but so, so some would say I should be a stallion as well because I breed. However, oh, you know, I, I might be, I might be a gelding according to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, this podcast going south real quick. Here. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. I'll be, that's, I, I'm looking forward to it, Stetson, for next year, man. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. excited about Kyle, it. Kyle, you'll be back to it. Yeah, I guess I better come back. Yeah, you better. <laughs> if he invites you. He might not invite yeah. you. It wouldn't hurt my family. <laughs> <laughs> if he invites you. 
if they do this event in Manti again, like they did, would you guys be? I mean, if it's the same time of year, like it more than likely will be. You come back to this one, you think? Yeah, well, yeah, it's close to home. Yeah, yeah man. it's nice to have. That's one thing they said that w- when they were doing this is like, would be good to get some more rodeos back in Utah, close in to home, southern Utah. Southern Utah. Yeah, it's like non-existent. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah, and it used to. I mean, why not? You know, people want to go. People like you go would to think one. like St. George too. Like that's such a scenic place. Why don't they have more? Even yeah. down there, I I don't know. And then they have the little Sun Bowl. Which it's not a bad facility. It's just a terrible spot. Like there's no parking, and have they done? Yeah. I think they've done a PBR event at the Tuacon. Yeah, they have that every really? year. That's a pretty cool little setup. Dang, for sure couldn't have a rodeo there. It'd be nearly impossible. Just too anything. small. Too small. Tiny, like as big as an auditorium. Oh yeah. really? Little, yeah. little, little. Well, it's usually like used for plays and shows. Yeah, like a right. stage. Yeah. Yep, I've been there once. Oh, we've been it's, there a few times. Yeah. With little Little Mermaid but place. Don't worry, it, was, they, they it wasn't a vacation, but we went. Yeah, you know? had to go down like, to those. <laughs> yeah, it's not a vacation. <laughs> not a vacation. Uh, I no, it's not, man. I'm all about mesquite. I'd go to mesquite. I'll call that a vacation if you let me yeah, go to mesquite. For sure. How did you guys? How did you like it when they did the book? Like, how did you feel about the whole book you guys did? Did you like that process? Did, oh, so, your, your book. You still I was like still pretty young. Okay, I was 14, 15 when they did that. And so I. They have you read they the book? Were, have you read your book? Well, <laughs> the book by the rights. I had not listened to it. What? Where was we? We. we were going I don't somewhere. read. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah listen. That, I'm with you. Yeah, nobody. I li- turned on this audio thing and I was just like, I'd listened to a lot of it with my mom and dad, and then when I got in the truck with him, where? Oh, we were going to Lakeside and Clovis. I turned it on and we were listening to it for a second. But when I was with my mom and dad, I'm like. I never knew that. And my dad's like, well, <laughs> actually, I'm not going to say it. I'll tell you guys when I'm done. But there's a lot of stuff in there that's new, not just to the world, yeah. but to me. Like, I, yeah. I don't, like, growing up, my dad, I know my dad from as long as I can remember. Nothing before that. Like, right. he's never told me a story about him. He's kind of a reserved guy. And it's crazy because the stories I hear from people, like, it sounded like he was athletic in high school, like, and I'll bring it up to him. He's like, is that what they said? I'm like, no, I'm asking you. <laughs> like, are they telling the truth? He's like, is that what they said? I'm like, forget it. I'll Fine. stop asking you things. I don't even ask him anything anymore. I'm like, they said you were 90-something in the bareback riding in Alaska once. And he's like, is that what they said? I'm like, dad, it's bareback riding. Like, I, I need to know because you don't do that anymore. Yeah. Still won't tell me. The only story he's told me is he drew, this was one of his first years pro rodeo, and he drew the horse, so he rode barebacks, bulls, and saddle bronc in the PRCA. He drew the bareback horse of the year, the saddle bronc horse of the year, and the bull riding, and the bull of the year, all in the same day. at a Serious? That is Word. unheard. I've, I don't even know if I've been on, like, that. that's mind-blowing. Like, that Holy will never, God. I bet that's never happened again, and it never will. That is insane. Did he did he ride them all? He he stopped the story. I, so in my opinion, off of him stopping the story, I bet he did good. Yeah, but if he it comes, won't, he won't tell if you. it comes to bragging on himself, he's he is man. Way. He's a good Gone. dude. I, I I've only met him a few times, and he is a he's a good man. Yeah, and then you you got me over here. I sound all cocky because I've been no. <laughs> uh, tooting my dad and brothers and. <laughs> 
Kai's horn because I'm, I'm like, they're not going to do it. I'm going to do it for them. Yeah, I know you got to. Right. Everybody else is so quiet in your family. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm probably the most outgoing one as far as talking and yeah, putting myself out there to where everybody else is kind of reserved. Have you always been this way? Have you always been that way? Yeah. Like in high school and stuff growing up, you were kind of more. I've always been more outgoing. Yeah, I always have it. Well, yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. It's good somebody will speak up in that family because there's a lot that could be said about you guys. Yeah, and then I hear these things where my dad, well, these guys my dad worked for, he said he could learn a lot more by listening than he can by talking. I'm like, well, that's your thing. That's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Keep listening then. I'm going to keep talking. (laughs) Well, there's truth both ways, though. Like, you you could listen and learn, but it doesn't hurt to... Talk about yourself too, you know, to be proud of like your accomplishments. And well, I don't care to talk about myself, like just the guys I go with. Because, yeah. in my opinion, I know like the PRCA and the rodeo world puts it out there that we're the biggest family or one of the like a unique whatever, but I still don't feel like they get enough praise. Is that what you should yeah, say? Sure. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't care if they say another thing about me ever again that doesn't bug me but that is, that is true like like it's kind of kind of a catch-22 there because the the fact that your family is so big in ro- in the rodeo scene overlooks a lot of the individual accomplishments of each of you you know what i mean yeah and it it i mean i wish we could have seen the future and changed each one of our last names before we got into rodeo because like my dad showed up and it was well, he, my dad had to earn everything. Literally, he started from the bottom. Not that we didn't, but we had a mentor there. Yeah. One, if, he set a pretty good foundation for yeah, the family. He, I mean, he, he did. Yeah. The best teacher in the world is at my house. Yep. I'm dang lucky. But yeah. So he started from nothing, worked his way up. And then, house, you can, like anything, like anybody that is good at something, that doesn't mean they're a good teacher. Like he's a good bronc rider, a good person, and he's passed it down. He's taught it, and then all of his little brothers showed up. Rusty, Ryder, I mean, it just, and now Statler, they've just taken over the bronc riding world, and they hold, like they watch Ryder ride, a rusty ride, and Statler's still pretty green. He's only been riding for two years, which people that's people don't understand that. That's crazy that he's riding at a professional level and he's only been on horses, bucking horses for two years. Like that is crazy. He, that's like that's a athletic. kid starting high school football senior year getting drafted in the NFL. That is crazy. Yeah, that's solid point. And but. I mean, he's came a long way, but they're they've already are holding him at a higher standard, which is what what do you say a catch twenty two or yeah. that's how it is my like it's awesome that they have that much that they're holding him to a standard, but they haven't even got to see him yet. Yeah. Like he just like a lot of people, I'm not saying the rights are the only ones that get underscored or whatever. It happens to everybody, but like they're kind of hold him to a higher standard almost. And he's 18 was, years right. old. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, yep. But. Yeah, that, that would be pretty tough to deal with. 
just just like come on now. You want to talk about? I mean, talk about you, Stetson, to get this real quick. I, I, uh, I got to tell a quick story about you. You know, I, I met you. I think it was last year. I was picking up my tickets for that event, and you were up at the. We were in Beaver, and you were bu- help bucking some bulls. Remember, you was bucking some bulls for yeah. some some kids in town there. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember who the kid's name was, but but you were right there behind the shoot, like motivating this this young kid. I don't know. He had to been what 13, 12? I mean, maybe not even that. I can't remember. Young kid. Yeah. He was scared. I remember he was scared. Yeah. And you were, you were, you were like trying to, you know, and you, his dad was like, just, just listen to the pro here. Just listen to, <laughs> listen to stats. And like your dad yeah. kept pointing to stats. And, and I just thought it was amazing how good you worked with that kid. And I mean, the fact that you were up there, you had a lot going on that day, you know, with your, putting your event together, but here you are working with this little kid that, that, I don't know. I thought it was pretty amazing, man, that, that you do give back. Like you're, you talk like you, you know, you, you you'll, You'll take credit and you'll talk like you do better than the rest of them, but you're also behind the scenes doing a lot for others. So I witnessed it firsthand, man. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that is cool of you. Do you remember that kid though I'm talking about? Yeah. He rode at my event. I I invited him in the mini bore riding and he had a lot of work to do, but he was local and I I could see that he wanted to be good and him being scared, believe it or not. When I was younger, like that age, and we'd go to practice, I could tell you I probably got on at five practices in the million we had, and I would chicken out all the other times. I got on like five times. Oh, really? Oh, I was petrified of steers, calves, and then when we got into high school, I was scared of bucking horses. Like I was, and it sounds crazy now because I'm so comfortable with it, but at a young age, I knew what could happen, like the danger in it. And I was scared of everything. I didn't want to do it. Like, And then when I finally started getting good at bronc riding, I told my dad, I'm like, I'm going to stop riding bulls as soon as high school's over. Well, by the time the end of high school, I'd become a really good bull rider. <laughs> and I was just like, eh, I want to go to the PBR. I was wish-washy about everything. I didn't know if I wanted to be PBR world champion, a PRCA, like, I couldn't make up my mind, and then I ended up going to the PRCA, sucked at bronc riding my rookie year, was just awful. Well, man, I, you, you, you've, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's came around. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. You came around yeah. some. You're 22 <laughs> years old, and you're a five-time world champion. I'm going to call you a six-time world champion, because you probably already got the all-around tied up at this point in the game. <laughs> what did you say? I mean, come on, I mean. You weren't. You're not going to say, but I'll say. Like, he's a six-time world champion yeah, right now. He's there. He's there. Come on. He's there. And Kai, you're doing pretty good yourself, man. Having a pretty good year thus, thus far. I know you guys don't follow. That's one thing you guys we, we keep asking. Oh, you check you check the standings. You guys don't follow that too much, do you? You do. Oh, that's, that's a- another. That's like people talking crap. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why I love it. He he don't look at it. I'm like, you want to know what you're in the world, and he's like, no. No, he's like I'm not number one, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good way to look at it, I guess. But that means you got to knock number one off his, uh, off his stand. Yeah, we'll be able to do that. that. We'll get that. <laughs> Some good. If it's not me, it better be you. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. If it ain't one, better be the other. Well, you guys are some likable fellers, man. I mean, I, I, I really hope the best for you. I hope you just keep kicking butt, man. Yeah. And, uh, Where are you headed to next? Harriman, Utah, and Santa Maria, California, making a big loop, huh? Yeah, and head back down to back 
from from California back up to Beaver, or just on the road somewhere else. Now it gets it gets, it gets it, busy for you from here on out. Right? Yeah, it's gonna oh, get yeah. start. So after this week, we'll go to Sisters, and I think after that we'll go to um, what's Reno? Reno, and then after Reno, that's when it picks up. We'll go to Lehigh. Pleasant Grove, back to Reno for the short round. Greeley, Cody, wow, St. Paul. So do Belfish. you do? Do you do all your your entering now? Does your dad still help? You? Does he help both of you? <laughs> My dad does our entering. So he does for you too, Kai. Yeah, that gotcha. would be tough to try to manage all that. See if if I had to do all the entering, I probably wouldn't be sitting right here because I'd be trying to figure out what the heck where I'm you're doing going. With my <laughs> life <That's laughs> kind of makes it nice, so to, to oh. not have to worry about that. Yeah, he takes all the. Stress I'd say headache. stress, but I've never entered before. So Kai's entered. Does it yeah. take a lot of stress off you? Uh, yeah. Is like, it hard to do? Like, is it actually? Like, it's not hard. Like, I did it in 20, my rookie year, and it's not hard in such because you you just look at the ones that have the most money added, and that's where you're going. That's your priority. Well, I mean, I don't know how Cody does it, but that's how I did it. And But the hardest thing was, especially over the summer, was – trying to make it so that you had a loop so that you weren't crisscrossing. Like sometimes you're just going to have to. That's just how it is. But the hardest part was find thinking of what day you should enter that this rodeo, what day you should enter that rodeo. And then if you don't get the ones you wanted, then you had to just kind of fill in the blanks to where else you could go. And it it's definitely nice. Not like, I mean, we get texts. Every morning, like entries opening for this rodeo and entries closing, it's so nice seeing them text and not having to worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, yeah, because they normally close around ten o'clock every <laughs> yeah. day, so that means you got to be up scheduling, oh. and then looking on your phone. And that's a good thing about my dad doing it is he's done it so many times, and not just looked at it but drove it. Yeah, that he like I'll call him like, can I even make this? He's like, oh yeah, you just. You're going to only get to sleep for about two hours. You're going to be driving. Like, you're going to pull in, and, like, the rodeo will probably be going. Them are the things that a lot of, I don't know, like, Kai's first year, I'm not saying he didn't figure it out, but a lot of guys starting out won't even take that chance because, I mean. They don't know if they can make it. Yeah, you don't know if you're going to make it to where, when I started, the hardest thing about rodeo was gone. And then do you guys, does he still keep up on like the bulls and stuff? Do you guys have like a network of people where you're like, oh, I'm on this bull and you either know this bull or you know who to talk to about that bull? See, bulls are like, you can look them up on the internet. Like the PRCA has their stats, but it's really easy to remember bulls because all you have to do is remember what they did. It's super easy. Probably like you remembering things about tractors. (laughs) You just, that's your life. That's But to where bronc riding you got to remember what they did in the shoot, whether they're going to smash you, what mm. the rain is. And then past that point really doesn't matter. As long as the that, horse That's one thing that I read in that book that people don't think about. Most people that just casually view rodeo on the rain, when you talk about giving, you know, getting the right rain on a horse. Explain, what, what, what do you mean by that? So a fist with your thumb out, when it's in the bottom of the, I'll say, yeah, halter, where the lead rope normally goes, right at the bottom underneath their jaw. If you put 
your thumb out with a fist, that's an average. That's a pretty short rein. And then like a shorter thumb, it's just a short average. And that's, I clearly it's even shorter. A, there's about one or two horses that will get on a year where we go a fist. And this is all behind the kennel. So like this is the front of your swells that's closer to the horse's neck. This is the back, and that's where you measure it off of. I see. Ah. And double, it's a pretty long rein. Like some horses will grab it from back here. Like it's, and it's just because how far they're like they're they're yeah, throwing their head where they put their where they place it. And then if you got a horse that's young, they've never felt pressure on their head. You normally go in the throat because it keeps the off their nose. Mm. Um. But that's a pretty that's a pretty key thing to know. Oh yeah, and what what rain to give them? This and this on certain horses is a big difference. I know a finger doesn't seem like that much, but that'll make you or break you. Yeah, we're talking a half an inch, like really. Yeah, finger half an inch difference. And see, your your dad, well, going back to this book, he he would keep like records. Yeah, so of all that Ryder and Spencer are the record keepers, I guess you could say, in our truck. Ryder writes it down, all of them. He'll text, because I don't rodeo with him. He'll text me and be like, what'd you go? <clears throat> and if he doesn't text me that night, I forget. I, <laughs> I'm kind of ditzy when it comes to rodeoing. Like, short-term memory is like a really good thing to have in rodeo. And I don't know if I dumb myself down to do it or if I was just gifted with the ability to forget things. <laughs> yeah. But... So, so do you think many guys, I mean, most guys doing that, like they're, they're, they're keeping records on. Like, is that course. something you're sharing information? Like, is like yeah. it, rodeo contestants, like. Yeah, like, let's say Kai's a bronc rider, and he doesn't really know who I am. Yeah. He can go on the PRCA, find my phone number, call me and ask me about a rain, and I'll, either, I'll tell him it's good, whatever it does. But if it's something that's going to hurt him, it doesn't matter if you don't like that person. Like, if a horse is liable to hurt you, you tell everybody. Like, yeah. And we try to get that horse blackballed from the, from coming back ever, like yeah, yeah. It's already a dangerous sport. Not getting on something that'll hurt you, right? Yeah. And if everybody's on the same page, like let's get them off, let's get them yeah. out. Then it usually happens. But I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You got them. Some guys in there that think they're too cowboy to turn out stuff, and then I'm like, you be cowboy, and I'll keep winning. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make it to the next rodeo, and you'll be in the ambulance on the way out, like. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's another good thing about, I guess, having a family that's done it before you numerous times is I'd already, I have a lot of knowledge at the age of 22 that people don't learn until they're halfway through their career when they're like, oh, I should have turned out them horses a few years ago because now my body's crippled. Yeah. Well, my I do two events and my body's probably healthier than any guy going down the road that's just starting. You yeah. you feel I mean you feel like I could, well you're doing two events what what do you think I mean it's hard to say but to gauge yourself as far as how your body and how long you'll be able to compete in two events what do you I think with all the I guess knowledge this world has now on keeping your body healthy I could do it both events I think till thirty five and I think I could go even like I've seen bull riders get thirty nine forty. There's a 40-year-old guy today that rode at the event there. Was he the first guy out? No, he was like, he went right before you. Oh, Artie Meyer. Oh, I forget that he's He's that fighting. Old. He said he was 40. Yeah. Yes. He didn't look 40. No, but he he was one of those guys that I, 
that I guess learned fast too, like when to go home when he was hurting and when yeah. to come back. Yeah, you know, it, it, it takes a certain, you know. Discipline. Discipline to do that, to be that way. Smart. Yeah, for sure. I think that's pretty cool, though, what you said about your dad, about being able to teach, because there are a lot of guys that could be really good at something, but they just can't pass that on. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool that your dad is able to teach as well, because you've got guys that are be the best in the world, but they just can't explain it. They right. just can't teach it to the next Person. And that's another thing, like a lot of rodeo, like stock contractors have asked my dad to put on schools and everybody wonders why Cody Wright doesn't put on saddle bronc riding schools. It's because the way we learn, like when kids have came to our house, they don't want to listen. Mm. Like, well, we have to ride a saddle horse with a bronc saddle to start out with. And it's a long process but it's proven to work. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's not like something you could learn over the weekend. Like, course ev- of, like everybody's looking for that quick fix. Like yeah. everybody, you always hear the things like, um, the only reason they win is because their dad. Well, f- before I start on this, there's been comments saying the only reason my dad wins is because of his name. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you on, do man. know he's the reason that name's, Anything. Yeah, like, I was gonna say like we didn't. Nobody knew the rights before Cody Wright. Yeah, oh my god! But people are idiots, man. Yeah, people, people are just stupid. Yeah, people message me and be like, "You're super lucky to be like so gifted." And in a way, like I do feel gifted, but like nobody's seen the work that all of us right. put in. Like the number of knock times we've been knocked out, broke bones, the injuries, like. We suck just as bad as anybody, if not worse. Maybe not Statler. So each one of us was kind of a different. Like Rusty started riding on the bucking horses. It was awful. The worst bronc rider you've ever seen. Like, Really? And, and then me and, but I mean, look at him now. Right. Yeah. Just one of the top bronc riders in the world. And then Ryder and me both started on saddle bronc steers is what we'd call them. We'd ride steers. So we got like somewhat of the rhythm down, but before we did that, we still had to ride the saddle horse, spur it, and then, like, we we did go through high school and turn out good, like throughout high school, but my dad waited till Statler was done growing, hmm. so he didn't have to keep, like, all of us had to keep switching into saddles, depending on where we were growing, switching stuff, letting stuff out. It was just. So he rest. waited till he he hit kind of topped out or yeah. So like in Statler rode some steers and stuff, but like he kept growing whenever he'd get on, and so he was real fragile. He kept breaking, mm. and so my dad just stopped letting him get on. And Statler probably had it the worst of all of us. Like there was kids in his class or in our school, other schools. People messaged him on Instagram saying like. You're kind of a f up. You're not rodeoing, like yeah. What's your, your deal? Family. Like everybody like, else is doing it. Why aren't you? Yeah. Doing what do you? And of course, it gets to a little kid. Yeah. Like nobody oh, wants yeah. to hear that. High school. And we all thought like our dad is not going to let him rodeo at all. Like my dad had all of us convinced. Even my mom. He didn't tell anybody what his plan. Like I said, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's almost like. Trust the process. You'll figure it out later. 
and he waited till Stowers done growing. Stowers spurred the first bucking horse he ever got on. Wow. And stayed on like the next tent. Like I was just like First time I first <laughs> I time hate I, this kid. First time I ever seen Stoutler <laughs> first time I ever seen Stoutler ride was in Manti here last year at the County Fair Rodeo. And it was one of the prettiest rides I've ever seen, man. And yeah, he'd only been riding a year up to he, that point. He, he and he he won it. I mean, he obviously he. I mean, that was a pretty ride. The kid. What do you, what did he say at the one rodeo? Or he said he's coming for you. Or something. He what? said <laughs> they were doing an interview after you won he's, the rookie challenge, and he says, "Not trying to sound cocky, and this isn't towards anybody but my brothers. But look out, I'm coming for you or <laughs> something." <laughs> It was pretty good. I see. I enjoy that. A lot of people are like eh, cocky. I'm like, shut no, up. It's that, my brother. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> that's Kai, what you say Kai, to your brother. If Kai doesn't start doing it soon, I'm going to think that he don't like me. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever Have you ever thought about getting on a bucking horse? You ever tried? You ever rode a bucket like a bronc? I got on some bareback horses in high school back home, but that's his dad rode saddle broncs. How come? You, how oh, come cool. you never? I mean, what? I just I like I like all the events in rodeos, but. Bull riding was just always my favorite, and that's all I ever wanted to do. That's all you ever want to do? Yeah. But, like, any little kid growing up, everybody's first initial thing of rodeo is, I want to be Lane Frost. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I I don't know about in Australia, but over here, it doesn't matter if you don't know anything about rodeo. You just want to be Lane Frost. (laughs) That was me, anyways. That That is is you now, man. I mean, you're like like the... I got little kids. My kids are... Are three, six, eight, and eleven, and it's Stetson right, man. They want to be Stetson right. Isn't that kind of crazy? Is it crazy to think that? Like you're, yeah, you're that, you're that. That's really crazy because I grew up being Lane Frost, Jerry Shepard, Wesley Silcock, Steve Woolsey, and JB Mooney. That was, I mean, it became more JB Mooney later on. My, uh, let's see, front room career of rodeoing. Yeah, <laughs> spurring Rusty and Ryder. I was JB Mooney. <laughs> Reg is he my my youngest one. Reg he he like he calls him JD Mooney. JD, but he he wants to be JB Mooney too. But that but. is cool. No, that's it's pretty wild, man. How yeah. how in the world are all of you like uh, riding in a rodeo? It seems like in in most families, like if the dad's doing one thing. It's hard to get all your kids interested in what you're doing. It's like they get wore out of it. Like you think well, most kids get sick of like yeah. that life, you know? Yeah. That that's what I think is so unique. Like in any sport, like you don't see families like yeah. that. And the craziest thing was my dad never brought up rodeo like never forced it on you. You at go all? so in my house it's all decked out in winnings from my dad, me, Rusty Ryder, Statler. Like I got everybody's wings in my house because nobody else shows theirs off. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm like, I've worked my then. whole life for this, and so did you guys. Like, give me your stuff if you're not going to use yeah. it. <laughs> I'll hang them up. Let's do this. But he never, like, growing up, he never had anything in the house about rodeoing. Like, we, were, if someone walked into our house, you just think normal family, kind of like you said about me over getting food. Like, yeah, people don't recognize. My dad never presented himself as that. He he never wore his world champion buckle around. Like, it was always just some, like, he wears Statler's buckle now. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you have two gold buckles and a million other buckles. Like, why are you wearing Statler's? <laughs> but he, like, he never forced rodeo upon us. Like, rodeo wasn't a big, like, nobody worshipped him 
and I think it made us end up worship worshiping him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he never brought it. Well, you up. guys see the other side of it. like you. I mean, he. I mean, growing up, you guys have witnessed how hard he worked to get where he was at. And oh he did. yeah, and, and like now having kids, like uh, my daughter, I don't know how he ever left home. Yeah, like it. It. I mean, think about it now. It makes me get all weird feeling but <laughs> every time i walk out the door it it hurts leaving leaving her and i don't know how he did it with five kids oh yeah man that's and and then and then you know the fact that your mom home with oh yeah with and i can't forget kids. about my mom like she had to deal with us assholes <laughs> <laughs> like and yeah. we we were i mean yeah a bunch of little shitheads <laughs> <laughs> moms man Moms, that, that's true, underrated. Though, like, like people, moms, all the time. People don't think about that, but like you, where you've got a kid, I mean, that's that adds a whole other element to the. Yeah, I mean, like I wouldn't change it for the world. There's nothing I love more than her, but man, I wish I could have waited. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd make my rodeo career a lot easier if I, because like my rookie year and everything, I just hit the road and I didn't care to come home. Like yeah. I. I didn't want to. I didn't need. There was nothing back at home for me. I, everything I wanted was out on the road. You know, sometimes it's not not what we want to do. What we always think, you know, yeah, the best for us, or you know, it's not how but, it works. But then on the other hand, like I was telling Kai this not too long ago, like everybody thinks when you have a kid, you got to give up your dreams. I'm like, when I had Kingsley, like it changed my perspective. Not not as far as I need to be safe. Like I just, I knew I had to take care of somebody, and I've I've always tried to be a gunslinger in rodeo terms. I guess you could say like leave it all on the line, but I didn't realize how much I I was riding timid before. But now I I know there's a good chance, very high chance, the way I ride that I could die at any given point. But I don't know. I don't know why it took me having a kid to. Lay it all on the line, but whole other motivation there it's for you. Just insane. I don't know. I get it, man. But I'm I not. T- I wasn't trying to get Kai to have a kid. <laughs> I was just saying. I was. I was just telling him. Good my for story. you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I was not trying to get him to have a kid. I'm gonna like, keep using that sewing machine as my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole different, different motivation. It's just a different one. It does change. And kids Life make changing. you soft. Yeah. Uh, I'm a boob. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. They'll do that to you. They'll do that to you. Get a couple more now. In your dad's family. There's 13. 13 kids in his dad's family. Six girls, seven boys. Wow. What What are the age, age ranges? I'm just curious from like the oldest to the youngest. Like So like 50 or around a little over 50 maybe Celinda is and Stuart's 25. Uh, twenty four, twenty five. Mm. Pretty go, big way gap. to go, Bill, man. Like yeah, you he, know, I mean, that's like that's how, that's how it was back in the day, though. Back like Rusty's older than my dad's youngest brother. So Rusty's older than your dad's youngest brother. So Stewart. So 25. so so Stewart has a nephew older than him. Yep. Oh, he's got multiple. Like, yeah, multiple. Kind of weird. Yeah. It it's crazy. Like <laughs> to me, it's. It's been normal, but then when I'm like, actually, that is really weird. 
<laughs> my grandma was having kids when my dad was st- <laughs> having kids. <laughs> That's true. Guy, welcome to Utah, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then and then that's another thing out of the rodeo world. I have to explain to everybody we're not plagues. Not <laughs> that not I think not that I think plagues are bad. I think they're awesome people, but I'm like different. I get it. I'm like just because there's thirteen. I'm like kids. Mormons can only handle one woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's> Amen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Amen. That's I couldn't right. handle more than one. Oh man. No. no. Oh. I don't think my wife. We have. I have four kids, and my wife always says she has five. You know, so I don't think she could handle you are it that anymore. Fifth kid, yeah, I'm man. that fifth kid. Fifth kid. Hey, I always said I'm never growing up. I'm. I'm still not like. That's the way. To I be. got a little girl, and I look like I'm a grown up. I'm a child. I'm still playing <laughs> Xbox. I'm hanging out with my buddy doing podcasts. Heck yeah! Gosh, guys, I, I hope that I, I hope you're back next year to this event. Hope we can sit down again because yeah, you guys are a riot, man. Couple fun guys. You guys are fun to have down here. This this is a blast. We'll have to do something next time you get up this way. You have to we'll have to go. Yeah, some fun. Spotlight a rabbit or something. I mean, we ain't got kangaroos like yeah. spotlight <laughs> back there. But is spotlighting okay over here? Ah, uh, we probably shouldn't have said that. Well, on the I mean, we well, could. That's what's crazy about this world this day. Not to keep the your yeah. guys going, but all these older generations, even when I was growing up, was like. These kids don't do nothing but sit on their phones. But you can't spotlight. We don't want you driving four-wheelers in town. Yep. We don't want you doing any I of this. Know. And then you're like, well, what What do you want me to do? Look at a blank wall? No, I'm right. going to play on my phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, well, it's how it is here, too. You know, everybody wants, everybody's on their Xbox. Everybody's doing this, doing that. You know, they're just watching TV devices. But uh, then they see a kid on a motorcycle, and they're like, oh. And they're calling it in. Yeah, they're calling Posting it in. Posting on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like. Blog. I'm like, I'm telling everybody, you should be spinning donuts in the church parking lot. Like, it snowed. Why are there no donuts in the church parking lot, you know? <laughs> Literally. like Get it done. Have fun. Yeah. Like, we know that's that's, that's true. Like, that's a good point. Like, everybody wants kids to, to you know. Get off the device. But, but then they don't, and but, they get mad, and they do. I know. You got to let your kids just have a little bit of freedom or Literally. they'll blow up someday. Like, let them have fun. Let them gather, ride their bikes. I'm, I, I remember we used to go to the Gum Hill. We'd ride our bikes. I mean, I slammed my nards so many times on the <laughs> middle of that bike, hit that jump and slip a pedal, you know, and you were done. You were on the ground, but yeah, you had to get up and try it again, you know. Let them have fun. See, and that's what this world's come to this day. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Everybody's a winner. Nobody's a loser. You can't criticize anybody. It's all, everybody's sheltered. And I don't know what you guys, but I don't agree with it. I'm, I'm more so for the old ways. That's, yeah. that's how I've like, and not that I ever lived in them, but I think if you need your ass whipped, yeah, you need it done. You, you walk out back and do it. You don't. Yeah. Right. Well, Whatever. And, you, and your kids need to learn how to lose. Yeah. Like, th- you ever seen them kids that have never lost anything? They've got participation trophies their whole life, and then they get in the real world and they lose. That's almost a better no lesson idea to learn. How to handle. Yeah. Like, what do you do next? Yeah. Like, that's one good thing. Like, well, high school rodeo in Utah, they're getting to where it's a participation. Everybody gets a trophy. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. But. My freshman sophomore year, it was if you lose, you lose. Like that that's it. But my junior and senior year, like the parents got involved, became part of the 
high school rodeo more. <laughs> they lowered the stock. They they made the stock weaker. So guys like me that worked his ass off for it was giving them other guys a chance. When yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's like yeah. Uh, anything that, that's, that's that, like that's getting, crazy that's that's creeping into the cowboy world that's the last place you think you'd see something like that happening you know literally like well and you would think for the most part even the kids don't want it this way but they the adults it's like the parents are so overprotecting of their kids like you've got to teach your kid how to lose and how to pick his head up and say i lost this is motivation for me i'm gonna go home and work just like all these baseball games with the younger kids now they don't have a scoreboard i'm like <laughs> What yeah. are you? Can we like, play? Who am I cheering? What's the go here? <laughs> yeah, see, see, we could hit the ball and and run around the bases. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm all about it. Like competition supposed to be competition. Yeah, and then in school you can't do any activities during recess anymore. It's yeah. That was that happened when I was young. They banned kickball, really, dodgeball, flag football because. My class, there was 30 boys, six girls. Flag football become tackle football to us, so they took that away from us. <laughs> we got everything taken away. It's, you had 30 boys and six girls in your graduating class? Yeah. <laughs> Our problem was we were like, we need to get start going somewhere to find somebody to take to prom. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. somebody from up north. Everybody else is getting them from everywhere. <laughs> Man, 30, 36 in your graduate. I thought I went to a small when our graduating class was like 84. I was gonna say just under 100, it was yeah. like 90, 80. But Milford would be 1A. I mean, that, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But man. Was and we had we, one of the so I don't know what it is now, but when we graduated, we had a record breaking, like biggest class in Milford history. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, with 36. Yeah, we were, a, but still, we Mil- were big dogs when I was going through high school, <laughs> even though Milford though is 1A, they still competed. Like Milford still competed Dude, like two ways. Tell about that that kid and your that you know your buddy from Milford that was in the Rose Bowl. Oh, so what? Bryson Barnes. Yeah, plays uh, for U- University he, of Utah. He plays for. Okay, so Cam. I don't know. He's the court. He's the starting quarterback. Got hurt during the Rose Bowl. Okay. Yep. And Bryson was a quarterback for me my junior and senior year. He was a sophomore when I graduated, but. He he walked on to University of Utah, played in the Rose Bowl, drove down the field, scored a touchdown with like limited time left. Yeah. yeah. And he comes back this year and he's not the starter. Oh my the, gosh. Come I, on. I know like it was just one short little clip, but you threw a kid that's straight out of high school into the biggest game of his biggest life stage that there is and he much. drove down the field i'm like you're not bringing him back like, what? tell me what he's doing wrong because there's got to be something why would you not play him that's crazy I, I actually remember that i didn't realize he was from milford though so he was from that milford. was during yeah. like the nfr wasn't it was the rose bowl uh yeah i think it, it was, was like new we, year's or christmas it was we, like december sometime at i least. think it was during i think it no it was during the nfr no during the NFR, Utah did play in Vegas, in Vegas. with the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Okay. So they did play. Uh, it was, That's right. What uh, team did they play? They was not supposed to. David went to it. I can't remember. My brother went to it. I can't remember. Was who it, it was Oregon though. Ducks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ducks. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Because that was one of my favorite teams growing up. But that was because it was one of my buddy's favorite team, Bryson's favorite team. 
And I was just like, so, all right, they're I'll good. jump on. Yeah. I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. <laughs> Clearly, they're good. And now he's beating that's them. Right. That's right. That, that's what was going on, though, during the NFR was that game. I was thinking it was the other, but. Yeah, because David, David was down there for that. That's when we met up with David for a minute. That was That's right. That's right. Oh, shoot. Well, we've been on here for quite a while. Yeah, How long I, has it been? Hour I, 35? I, I think we better. Oh, gee. Yeah, you guys are probably. probably. <laughs> it's crazy, though, right? Like, once you start, once you get into it, like. It's uh, you just talk. Old chatterbox. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm more outgoing. I just keep (laughs) old chatterbox. Actually, I can't keep going because now he said, No, I'm gonna say it. He (laughs) said that to my mom the other day because when I leave someplace, I'm like, Man, this is what he said to mom. I tell him, like, they wouldn't stop talking. He's like, The other day, it's him that won't stop talking. Oh, gosh. Well, I really appreciate you guys, though, making the trip. And I know you guys are busy guys, have a lot going on. You know, your time home is pretty pretty sacred, I would think. So, appreciate you doing it, man. Yeah. Well, thanks by. for having us. Next time, go get that six and a half, and let's go test it on something over here. Go get that six five. Let's. I guess we'll get to working you. on so he can have a gun. Get that. So, are you always going to have that on your thing that you're a legal alien, or can that be switched? No, I can't. Like, I could become a permanent resident or why don't you why don't you i mean you could become a citizen i would i wouldn't ever do citizenship because in australia like you can't have dual citizenship anymore so i'd lose it in australia but i i probably will end up doing permanent residency it's pretty much the same thing then you can still go back and forth i see and you can be in either country as long as you like gotcha well then at that point then he needs to get himself a lever action 30 30 and then you can really open up on them kangaroos or uh, bunnies. <laughs> we can, we can the do down that. under. <laughs> the down under. Oh, gosh. But thanks, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate having you on. Appreciate we'll, you guys. We'll call, her, you. we'll call her good there, huh? Yeah, unless you guys got anything else for us. Kai, you want me to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys. Thanks for coming. Right, Thank thanks. you.